0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wild, TV host by day, Healthy is Hot founder by night, and health and life coach in between. Also, I'm a big fan of sweatpants and a nice glass of red wine. And from hashtag to movement, we here at Healthy is Hot believing that loving all sides of you is what is healthy, and let's be real, healthy is hot. In this podcast, we invite you to join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals who are living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part, how health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, just a heads up, we don't really hold back. So there might be swearing. There's definitely going to be some laughing. And hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed here, you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthiest hot life. Well, hello, Healthy is Hot community. I am excited to welcome Olivia Lunny to the podcast, Canadian singer songwriter who just dropped her debut self titled album. I'm a huge fan of Olivia. We first met a couple of years ago when she won CTV's The Launch. A.K.A. she got her big launch also through a reality show like I did from the Much Music VJ Search. So we really connected on there. I'm a big fan of her music. It's very alt-pop kind of vibe with a lot of depth. Um, And then also, you know, this is the HIH podcast. And in the last year during the pandemic, Olivia has really gone through quite a health and wellness journey. And she lets us in on what that's all been about, why it's important for her, especially as an artist at 22 years old to prioritize both her physical health and her mental health and how she hopes to bring that into her future tours that I'm sure she will absolutely slay at. So enjoy this. I really, really loved connecting with Olivia. Make sure to check out her album. And also everyone stay tuned. The Healthiest Hot coaching program is dropping shortly. Olivia, I adore you. You know, I adore you. I fell in love with you on the launch when um, you absolutely killed it with obviously your vocal talents, but just your overall vibe and energy are really resonated. And that was, that was what, like a couple years ago, 2019, 2018. Like I have no concept of time anymore because of COVID. No,
1: I, I feel that. I think it's been about two years and I know we've, we've crossed paths a few times now. So it's, it's great
0: to continue with this. It's great. I know. And we share something in common. Basically our careers got like a jumpstart catalyst situation from being on a reality show, of course, for I'm aging myself here, but like the Much Music VJ search is the reason I got into this industry. You've been kind of in this industry for a long time, but you yourself were also on a reality show, The Launch, which was on CTV, and that's how we really connected. Um, And now here you are, like congrats on the latest drop. Thank
1: you. Here we are. Yeah, it's so wild that we we do have lots of similars now that I'm thinking of it, but uh, it's been a crazy year. How's this year been for you? How's COVID? How, I mean, we're coming out of it, but what? What's it
0: been like for you? It was horrible. I like, I really (laughs) tried to stay positive. I tried to stay positive. You know, I did my workouts. I focused a lot on my mental health because my anxiety was just all over the place for a little while. There were days where like I just wouldn't leave the house. Like going across the street to Shoppers Drug Mart was like my big hurrah. And like if I showered that day, it was a win. So there were definite dark, lonely moments where I had to check in on myself and get people around me to make sure I was okay. And then there were good moments. Like it was a really extreme kind of year where the lows felt really low. The world was going through something really intense. Um, And I think, you know, as a result, a lot of good as well has come out of it and a lot of progress has been made, but it's been tough. Like I'm happy that we're nearing the end. I'm not gonna lie. Me too. Wow. I, you said it perfectly. I think too, I, I
1: definitely had a few months where I was like alone, alone, like isolating alone and stuff like that. And obviously it's great to have social media and FaceTime and all that stuff, but it really hit me in those moments, you know, like you realize how important just human interaction is like in the flesh, seeing people and connecting with people. And likewise, like my, my anxiety has been a little nutso. And I think meditation has really helped me with that. Uh, before COVID, I, I didn't even really know anything about meditation. And now I like meditate twice, twice a day, morning, night. And so, yeah, it's been crazy, but I I am very thankful to this time because I think I've adopted some really important
0: hobbies going forth. It's this meditation being one of them. Do you know how many times I've said to myself, Mm -hmm. I'm so embarrassed to admit this because I know the benefits of meditation. I'm like, this is going to be the year. This is going to be the year. This is going to be the month where I actually sit down and meditate.
1: episode. I watched your Crave episode, (laughs) you trying to meditate. And so it's funny you say that.
0: (laughs) It was, um, yeah, it's been one of those things. I don't know why, but it's one of those things that I, I struggle to adopt and I'll sometimes get into it and sometimes not. So for you, like what has been the impact you've seen on your mental health? And also, do you have any tips or tricks for those of us who are kind of struggling to get on the meditation bandwagon?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, what really helped is just the consistency of doing it whether you sit down and you do feel calm after or like you don't feel calm after you just have to really schedule out that time and that's how it really does become a habit and I think like anything that's how you end up getting good at it but for me it's honestly it's been a game changer it's been truly life-changing and in in all aspects of my life I think it's just really given me obviously mental clarity um and Yeah, it's hard to explain, but I'm just able to find this place within myself that brings me true ease. And I would just, I want that for everyone. So whether it's meditation or whether it's working out, it's just so important to find that place, Mm -hmm. Um, even daily, I would say.
0: Yeah. And I think it's cool that you said, whether it's working out or meditation, like there are so many different ways that you can kind of tap into being present. And I think that's the thing with meditation that intrigues me the most is. Um, and you struggle with anxiety too. like sometimes when you're very anxious and of course everyone's experience with anxiety is different. So this is just what I experience is I'm either stuck in the past and I'm freaking out and ruminating about something that's happened that I have no control over or I'm very worried about the future and I start to create all kinds of scenarios that make my heart race I start sweating and my it's just it's hard to focus my mouth gets dry and the beautiful thing about like you said working out or meditating or whatever it is that works for you is it forces you to be in the present moment and to be okay in the present moment and to be okay with stillness which i think for so many of us in this fast-paced world is a very terrifying thought
1: it's very terrifying and i think too i even go before COVID times and obviously things are a bit busier and stuff in person i think not having that moment to really chill and see what's going on l- led me to live a very like distracted life. You know, like you're busy during the day, you come home, you go to sleep, you wake up, you check your phone, dah, 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 and you kind of just, you're on this hamster wheel of life. And really having a moment to just step back and observe what's happening, I think makes you a happier person because you can really observe and feel things fully, whether they're good or bad. You can still just navigate them better.
0: Yeah. Are you an app? kind of gal when it comes to meditating or are you music like what's your situation when you get down and, and make it happen
1: yeah so I think like a lot of people I got into the calm app that's like my my first thing that got me into meditation but I've been really loving um like frequencies and sound baths so I'll just put one on and sometimes I'll set a timer if I have like a schedule other times I'll just put it on before bed and I'll just kind of sit there <laughs> in silence in the dark and meditate which sounds a bit nuts and weird but no it works amazing. for me
0: No, you're you're on the Healthiest Hot Podcast. Everyone's probably listening to this and being like, yes, Olivia, you listen to the sound baths. They're beautiful. They really are though. The first time I experienced like a sound bath, I I was kind of early on in my health and wellness journey. Like I've always been really into fitness, not always for the healthiest reasons. Um, But it's recently that I'm like, sound baths are beautiful. Yoga is beautiful. Breath work is beautiful. But the first time I experienced sound baths I was um i taken some edibles and I was at this like I don't know very weed friendly like health retreat so we did yoga and yeah. hikes and we thanked mother earth and we did sound oh, baths. and great. I mean I was yes I was a little bit high but at the same time it was such a full body experience and it was the first time where I really experienced and I love music so much but it was the first time I experienced the impact that sound can have on your well-being and your thought processes and just kind of really being present in the moment and the way those vibrations just kind of go through you and kind of become one with you oh. it was eye-opening mm-hmm. spiritual yeah
1: <laughs> that's that's incredible and I guess I mean to take that a step further this isn't fully meditation based but I think one thing I've really been doing even in the past I'd say 3 weeks I've been loving lower impact movements and and workouts because i i love running i love cycling i love going to berries like put loud music on yell at me let's like get fit i love that but i think it's so important sometimes to just listen to your body more and I think I find myself or I used to find myself sometimes waking up and just like working out without asking like, Hey, what does my body want today? You know? And it's just like, I don't know if I always need like a 5k or 7k run. So I've been loving kind of more Pilates base and yeah, more yogas, as you said, and just like stretching. And it's just so important to find what works for you and, and to really try to be in tune with your body. Cause sometimes you, as you said, you want it for the wrong reasons and you really have to check yourself a bit.
0: You're so wise for your age. It's unbelievable. Um, I love it. I also think it's cool because right now there's so much talk about wellness and spirituality and physical health and mental health that it's kind of great to be kind of doing what you're doing right now, because there is such a focus, especially as a musician and an artist, which we, you know, I think it's collectively known that it's really hard on someone to be an artist and to be a creative takes a lot out of you, a lot of social pressures hectic schedule. So the fact that you're kind of sitting here now with a real appreciation for what your body needs and kind of giving it the space and respect when it does ask you to slow down. But have you always been this way? Like, was this always your relationship with your body and with fitness and with health overall? Yeah, I think I mean like anything. It's really been been a
1: journey for me. I'm I'm 22, but I growing up, um, I was a very active kid. I was in gymnastics. I was a competitive swimmer. Um, going to high school, I played like volleyball, basketball, ultimate frisbee, all that fun stuff. Then by grade 11, I actually just completely stopped moving my body, playing sports, and it's definitely a harder time for me. Um, just socially, high school's it's a crazy experience. And for anyone going through it, I feel you. If you're listening, it gets better. I promise. Um, but so for me, I did take about two years off anything. And I think mentally that was not my best time in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and my mom has always been someone who's super active and like eats super well and stuff like that. And I think I went through this angsty teen teen year where I just, I was like, I don't want to do that. I want to do the opposite, you know, like I want to eat bad. I want to, you know, do all that stuff. And once I a refound fitness and health on my own is when I think that really lit the spark in me and that it's been about how old am I 22 it's been probably like three and a half years now of me finding that and just like obsessing over it in the best way I just I love it I love going to bed early I love not going out and drinking and I feel so old and lame sometimes and like my friends will like make fun of me but I'm just I want to share this like message with with everyone, and I think you do too. Like you, your body is your temple. It is your place. You only, you only get one. And I think long term, you just really need to make the decisions now so you're healthy later. Because if you don't have your
0: health, health is wealth, man. <laughs> it is. It honest. Health is wealth. I'm a sucker for cheesy slogans. Um, and I like. I really believe that health is the foundation to an awesome life. And no matter where mm-hmm. you are in your health journey, you could be starting at square one, or you could be a long life kind of avid fitness and healthy eating kind of person. And like the journey is never done, right? Like taking care of your health and taking care of yourself is this, is this choice that you make. It's multiple choices every single day that you get to decide like, okay, right, am I going to make this choice? That's going to make me a better person or give me more energy or allow me to tap into my creativity or get the rest I need so that I can wake up bright-eyed and bushy tailed so I can like slay it mm-hmm. in my day all these little choices. And it's not like if you make one choice that maybe doesn't feel so good that all of a sudden it's, you know, just throw it all away. Like we need to say goodbye to the all or nothing mindset, I think, and allow ourselves to live and have fun and indulge and let loose. But if overall your choices are yeah. like the person you want to become, I think that's really cool. And I wish at 22, I was going to bed early and not partying. Um, I think, <laughs> I think that would have been a much better, better thing for me to do, but is it tough? Like being 22, being the artist, like you're, you know, you're a celebrated artist, you just dropped an album, like you've got social media, this great platform, all this support. Is it hard to stay true to your health values when you are in that world? And I know right now it's COVID, but like when you're touring and when you're doing your thing, is, is it hard or how do you kind of stay true to what it is that you want?
1: Yeah, so I think it's it's interesting you say that because I do feel like I'm like the truest version of myself and I'm into all these things now post-COVID. So I'm very interested to go into touring and go into normal life again. I think that's going to be the ultimate test of all these things that I've I've adopted over the past like two years or so. So I, I hope so. But again, I think the key word in, in all this is balance, right? Yeah. Like eat pizza sometimes or I don't know. Eat, eat cookies. Like do do what you want to do. Take two weeks off working out. Listen to your body. But 80-20 ruler or whatever you want to call it.
0: Yeah. So we've talked meditation. We've talked the fact that you do some more low impact stuff. Are there any other like COVID habits you've adopted? Because I find it really inspiring. So I think with COVID, it's what I'm hearing from people in my life or on social media is it seems like there's two kind of extremes. There's the people that have done a complete overhaul of their life, finally taken on these habits and these hobbies that they've always wanted to, but maybe didn't have the time and leveled up their health. And then, you know, there's other people that coped with it in their own way, which maybe was relaxing more, enjoying food, which is totally fine. You do you, but it seems like you kind of went the other extreme where you really kind of took advantage of this time to focus on you as a human being.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and I did actually get... Um, way more into like cooking and and baking. I am like a plant based eater. So I think I was always intimidated to to cook those yeah. kinds of foods because I just ate like rice beans and like kind of the lame way. Um, but as I had so much time on my hands, I started looking at recipes and making things and made some really great dishes, made some really bad dishes. But it's been really fun to play with that. And, and yeah, it, it's crazy. I feel really like a different person from when it started you know it's just been this wild roller coaster of like mental physical yeah. crazy emotions going on who
0: was olivia before covid what was the biggest I, difference I think you I was still, yeah that's
1: a good question obviously i was i was still me but i think i was a less mindful person in all aspects i think mentally physically emotionally i i was a, a more distracted distracted person and now mm. i feel like I'm more in tune with like that inner voice,
0: which is a pretty. Who is great, Chloe? I, mean, I mean, who are you? Chloe, Chloe. before. I mean, I still don't know who Chloe is. I'm 32. I'm 10 year. I'm a whole decade older, and I just made myself feel very old. Anyways, um, age is a number. Age is a number. Yes, I feel if I either feel like I'm 16 years old or I'm 80. It's. I, I don't know what 32 feels like. It's either I feel like a teenager and I'm like, yeah, let's go do all the things. And i have all these big dreams and I never want to stop. Or I'm 80 and I'm like, it's time to sit and reflect and enjoy the sunsets and go to bed at 9 p.m. Like I, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. No, but I think before the pandemic, I was not present at all, Olivia. I was so focused on the next thing, whether it was the next work trip, mm-hmm. the next random fun opportunity, the next, you know, travel, awesome kind of adventure with my boyfriend or whatever. I was so not present. I was always focused on the next thing. Um, and I was going too fast. I put too much on my plate. I said yes to every social event that came my way. And maybe people I was hanging out with people that maybe like didn't actually Work for me, you know what I mean. Like you know, how sometimes you meet people and you end up hanging out, and you're like, I don't actually know. If, like we're meant to be friends right now. You just kind of yeah, like sit in, sure. and it doesn't align with who you want to be. And so the pandemic really forced me to slow down, to reevaluate, to really reconnect with my values and with my dreams and with my goals. Which sounds so cheesy, but like it oh, was what a it great reset. Great. <clears throat> I
1: reset. I think for for all of us, for the world, you know. And and I think. I don't know exactly how the quote goes, but it's like, we're returning to normal, but like, do we want to return to what normal was before? Or do we want to return to kind of this new found normal? It's amazing yeah. Yeah. times. I'm so interested how we're going to look back on this time or if one day we have kids or something, what, what they're going to say. Like, oh, What's the
0: pandemic? It's gonna be like I feel like grandparents now are like I used to have to walk to school, and then we're gonna be like <laughs> we used to have to wear masks everywhere we went. Inside, yeah, <laughs> we were stayed inside for twelve months, um, and it'll be it'll actually be true. Um, I'm curious for you as a creative and as someone who's really kind of leveled up your health in so many ways, have you found an impact on your creativity and like what you're able to tap into in into especially into this like latest project?
1: Yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. So I guess like aside from music wise, just life wise. So I've been like single for the past two years, which is very new for me. Usually I'm like a relationship person, a serial dater. Right? I just, I love relationships. I date people. And so I think that, that has been why it's been such a crazy time too. Cause I've just had so much time with myself and yeah. to really get to know myself, um, which has been really positive, like kind of negative too. I'm just trying to like identify what is, who who am I when I'm not dating somebody, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so sorry, that was a tangent.
0: What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't oh yes, yes. Also, it's if you're a serial dater, it is very hard to be by yourself. Like it's so tough because you're a sucker it for is. love. You're a sucker for partnerships right. and teamwork, and that's tough. Okay.
1: Oh, sorry. The question was, how is it affecting my music? Yes. So with kind of figuring out that whole I don't know who who am I question, I think in my music it's been really interesting because I usually write about you know, heartbreak and past relationships and whatever's going on in my life. And I haven't had that negative energy in my life, which is amazing, but it's left me, I think, 10% less creative Mm. when I'm writing. So I'm trying to figure out right now, what, what do I want to write about? You know, do I want to keep drawing from those past experiences? Do I want to write some more positive music, what do I want to do? So it's been a very interesting time for me, but I have been picking up the guitar and, and writing, I'd say more than ever, just because I have the time to do it.
0: That must be tough as an artist or as a creative, when you feel like you don't know what you want to create anymore, and you're like, um, where is the inspiration going to come? Because I'm ready, and I don't know where to look for it. Yeah, and that's why, too, I think I'm just so
1: excited to get back to – talking to people and, and doing normal worldly things, maybe travel and just experience life and culture more. And I think there'll be lots of inspiration that comes for that after this long kind of dry spell without it.
0: Yes. Although dry spell, yes, it was. And it was very long, but I can't help but like celebrate the fact that you shot a very epic music video. Like I feel like that that's going to be the highlight of your pandemic because you got, you got to do some cool stuff and wear some incredible fashion like i know this is a health and wellness podcast thank but you. the fashion thank you. in that was just top notch top notch
1: thank you so much yeah i'm uh I'm, I'm so grateful i got to go to la and do that um back in february i think but i got to work with a really great stylist that's funny she's actually the one who just called me <laughs> um yes it's been so fun to work with the stylist and just kind of create cool looks that's such a new thing for me and it's it's fun I mean you yourself you have such amazing fashion so thank you it's compliment
0: (laughs) oh yes me me and my baggy sweatpants really have been turning it up lately no but it will be fun to play dress up again like I can't wear I can't wait like I'm a huge fan of like the baggy oversized like menswear suit and then just like a cute little bralette underneath the sneakers and I got I got major vibes from your video but let's talk about this new album this is a big freaking deal and you're dropping it I think at the most perfect time because we've been in lockdown, people want to have fun. They want to tune in. They want to listen to music. And dropping an album mm. in the summer is like, I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan. Because people are just like thirsty for more new stuff, and this is definitely going to hit that. For
1: sure. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a long time coming. It's it's cool. I've obviously released singles and released an EP last year, but this is like a full, it's a full body work. It is me. It is my different sides to my artistries it's like the ballads and the really fun upbeat pop songs so i think it's just a really fun diverse project to release to really introduce myself to the industry and, and to fans and the world it's cool so, do you
0: have a favorite track cuz i have i have one but i want to hear yours first okay um, i think my favorite track would have to be different moods the
1: walls is like the most kind of intimate vulnerable song for me but then uh dominoes is a really fun kind of different different song for me so i'm
0: pumped i'm pumped for people to listen to that can you guess mine who could say no i said how i don't even know how you would know i don't even know how you know oh, if, no, you right. guess, <laughs> if you could guess my favorite track off your album let me ask what what kind of music do you listen to are you into like pop are you into
1: acoustic folk music what is your um, go-to
0: so I grew up obsessed with alternative and emo. Well, actually, before okay. my emo phase, I was like a Led Zeppelin, Steve Avery, Bond kind of gal. And then I got into my That's emo cool. phase. That's good. And then I, got I into would never have guessed. That. And then I got into an EDM phase where I was just hitting up all the raves. And now, mm-hmm. as I've gotten a little bit older, I still suffer for anything and everything alt. But I'd say probably like more indie folk stuff. So sad
1: to so happy is that your favorite? That one's also very, coffee. very good. Cold Coffee. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm so happy to hear that. That. Oh, that's so hard. It's so hard to pick a favorite because that song's a really fun one too. And for summer, I don't know if you drink coffee. I'm a matcha girl, but like still the sentiment. It's cool. Yeah,
0: I, it just, it sounds, anyways, I've had it on repeat all day and I was like, I can't wait to you? tell Olivia that I'm a huge fan. Like the singles are great, obviously. And they're going to be like, you can just tell they're going to be all over the radios but I love hey. Cold coffee. Like I, like when you hit the hey, stage you and you perform cold coffee in Toronto, like I will be there just arms up in the air, just giving the coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. No, I'm, I'm
1: happy to hear that. And it's interesting too, obviously like as a team, we pick the singles, but it's always, it's cool when people pick those kind of more B-side records as their favorite. That's, Feels good.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I I happen to love, I typically, anytime I interview artists, I have my favorite songs of their albums are always the ones that are not like the more mainstream ones or like little something special for like, I don't know, just, they just hit differently. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's been, yeah, I'm so proud of you. Congratulations on everything. It's been cool to see like all the super boss fucking shots posted on social but I have to say I love the presence you have on social because it really is like you are an artist but you're also a human being first and you seem to really kind of let your community in on what you're up to whether it's what you're cooking or how you're working out and then of course dropping new music like how important is it for you as a public figure to kind of show those various sides of yourself I think it's so
1: important and I even find myself too, obviously like comparison and social media, it's great, but it's also kind of a toxic place sometimes. So especially for young people, like we're all human, you know, and you, we just can't hide behind all these filters or these perfectly posed shots all, all the time. Obviously it's a part of, I think both of our careers, we're blessed and we get to have those really fun shots and put on the makeup and do that. But it's just so important to show the whole, the other side. Cause that's, it's the human experience. It's not picture perfect.
0: Yeah. And for, for anyone who's lucky enough to have a photo shoot experience, what you don't see on Instagram is that there is a full team behind to make sure that the outfits are great and not creased, that your makeup is on point and not too shiny. Maybe you even have a hairstylist. Someone is in charge of lighting because we all know like lighting can make or break a shot and then you've got a photographer holding a camera. So I think those shots are awesome. I love a good photo shoot. I think it's so fun to play creatively, but it's so important for all of us to remember that that is yes of course it's you but it's like an enhanced version of you with so many people kind of having your back making sure you look and feel great and that the best shot is captured but i love being able to show that juxtaposition and to show the contrast of those real moments where maybe you're not wearing a full face of makeup and the under eye bags in my case are always like so prominent if i'm not wearing 10 pounds of under eye concealer and for a really long time i never wanted to show like a makeup free me and there's still times now where I'm just like I, I, I want to just throw a filter on it and I have to really check myself and say like okay why do I want to throw a filter on is it because it's fun or is it because I feel self-conscious about how I look and then I kind of have to step back and be like all right what's the issue here like what is what is going on and sometimes I still use a filter and sometimes I'm like brave enough to just put it as is mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's interesting I feel like another thing I got into through, um, quarantine, like I've got super into skincare and same thing with me. I, I would always just like throw on a bit of makeup, even naturally, but I would always feel like I had to have, yeah, a little bit of concealer, you know, a little bit of like pink lip, whatever. Um, and now through skincare, I feel like more excited to like show off my face, you know, it's like, I don't want to invest in makeup. I want to invest in like hyalur- hyaluronic acid and like <laughs> AHA and all these fun things. I'm such like a skincare nerd. Um, but yeah, it's
0: wild. And it feels good. Like I know it's, I know it's like the age old thing, like self care, do a bubble bath and face mask, but doing a face mask or taking care of your skin. Like I finally have my boyfriend on board. Like he's all about his nighttime skin time routine now. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Oh, I mean, I love him so much, but like, he was just like, I don't put water on his face and that would be it. And I'm like, love you, but we're getting older now. And like, you gotta, you gotta put some cream on. Yeah. And he loves it now. And I think it's, it's such a beautiful form of self care, because you are carving out some time to wash your face, put on your moisturizer, or how many steps you have. And usually during that time, that means you're not on your phone, you're not checking emails, you are, again, it kind of comes back to this idea of like, when you're doing your skincare, like you're present, like you're so fully present with yourself, and you're giving yourself a little treat that also is going to make your skin look fabulous. So it's a win win.
1: Yeah, I think too, It's it's interesting you say that I feel like because I think all these things that I've adapted make me very present. And I think maybe that's why I am clinging so much to them because there's so much uncertainty in this future. So it's, you're making me have a realization. It's good. It's cool.
0: <laughs> Amazing right here on the healthiest Hub podcast. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm excited for you to be able to the stage. Like, I guess it's still a big question mark, right? Like when you can do that, right. With safety precautions or is there hopes? Cause I'm starting to see like food fighters is the stage I'm starting to like see tours pop up from various artists, but I don't know what the situation in Canada is.
1: Yeah, it's definitely I think a work in progress. Every day is is getting better. Um, I think they they recently lifted the um, travel restriction if you're fully vaccinated. So we'll we'll see. I'd love to get back to playing shows, but it's kind of just a day by day thing. But I as see. soon as I can and I can play these yeah. new songs, I cannot wait.
0: It's gonna be such a good feeling when you can play songs off this album
1: oh my gosh i know it's, it seems like it's been forever but i think hopefully it'll be worth the wait yeah. and <laughs> i'll have that feeling on stage again. Oh it will be you too will though be. right working with people and being social the first time you can like yeah. interview someone again in person or just you know
0: have you I'm been able bit, to be i'm, I'm, not gonna lie. I'm a little at bit all i'm a little bit nervous i'm a little bit nervous I forget how to interact with actual human beings and not just through a computer screen. I want to just play a little like nostalgia moment, like looking back at all the shows you have done. Um, is there one that kind of stands out as, I don't know, it was maybe a pinch me moment or was a surreal experience? Yeah, I think, was this two years ago,
1: three years ago? Sometime in the past, <laughs> um, I got to play Budweiser stage opening for Lana Ritchie in Toronto and that was just so so wild even just thinking that that was a thing now i can't even picture doing that again because it feels so far away but um that was really an incredible moment and it's a really sunny evening and i just distinctly like remember being on that that stage and it's a very special moment so that was definitely a pinch me moment
0: opening for an icon as well like do you get nervous when you play big shows like that Oh, of,
1: of course. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'd be lying if I said there were no nerves. I was terrified. Um, But no, it, it obviously like it went super well. And I think for me, it's always the anticipation of mm-hmm. before everything, you know, and like people are around you and they're talking and like I get all kind of jittery, but then you step on stage, that all goes away and you're like, I got this. This is what I do. This is my job. But yeah, definitely lots of nerves.
0: <laughs> Outdoor concerts, they will come back and I cannot wait to see you on stage. And we end the podcast, Olivia, the same way every single time. And that is, what does healthy is hot mean to you? It might be a mantra or a philosophy you have with regards to health or just your experience with health in general, but I'm curious. Yeah, healthy
1: is hot to me means taking time for yourself. It means taking a moment to be in tune with yourself. And if I could sum it up in one word, it would mean balance. Belt, balance,
0: oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, balance makes me more, I'm about to cry, I really thought you said belt, and I was like, well, she's very creative, like it's, I, there's got to be a meaning, like I'm for it,
1: but, <laughs> not quite,
0: okay, balance everyone, uh, clearly balance. my hearing is not so great today, um Olivia, this has been so much fun congratulations um olivia's album self-titled out now check it out we'll put everything of course down in the description below but i always love seeing you i love reconnecting but this out of all the interviews and sheets we've done has got to be my favorite having you on the healthiest hot podcast me too
1: and thank you so much for having me and for you for just spreading this message It's so important and your 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 light in all this craziness so thank
0: you oh and i'm gonna try to meditate today and i'll be thinking of you i'm gonna try i'm saying it out loud i'm putting it out into the universe do it let me know how it goes i believe in you (laughs) oh that was fun and just like that another episode of the healthy is hot podcast once again i'm your host with clearly no filter chloe wilde and if you enjoyed this conversation feel free to subscribe so you never miss out because that sucks Feel free to rate and leave us a comment. And of course, follow us on Instagram at healthiesthot. And my friends, remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. I'll see you next week.